Welcome everyone to your new home of track and field ramblings hosted by Matt Lynch. This is a safe place for weird and wonderful athletics banner, so come on in and join the fun. And welcome to Athletics Tonight. Well, we're back again. Thank you for listening to Athletics Tonight with myself, Matt Lynch. Big thanks to our studio band this week, Lyndon Hall & Oates. A fantastic rendition of our theme song. Now, it's going to be a smaller episode in terms of segments, but action-packed, as you would all expect from myself here. We do have a Paralympics debrief. What a performance it was from all of our Paralympians. Fantastic effort and a Weltklasse preview for day one and two the diamond league final in zurich switzerland there'll be a quick turnaround as well i'm going to try and knock out a review episode because tonight it starts if you're listening to it on what's the day wednesday the 8th of september day one of the diamond league final weltklasse in it's in the sexy Plattenhaltz. it's in German, I'm not really sure what it's called, but that's where it'll be. It's in the big square tonight, both 5Ks, women's high jump, both shots, both long jumps, and plenty of Aussies in action. I'm looking forward to it. So we'll preview both of those tonight, day one and day two. It's the biggest field of Australians in a Dominique final. So stay tuned with plenty more from Athletics Tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to Athletics Tonight. I don't need to do all this little intro again because we've already done the intro. The Paralympics, unbelievable. What a performance from our Australian Paralympians. 36 in the team, 35 seasons best, 13 on debut, 19 medals across the events, 4 gold, 7 silver, 8 bronze, 12 Oceania area records, 5 Paralympic records, 43 top eights, and 11th out of the 56 countries in Tokyo competing. What a performance from all of our Australians over there in Tokyo. It was fantastic. I won't pretend that I'm an absolute expert on on the Paralympics, but I'm a fan. I'm a big fan. I've got to say, I think they had it harder than the Olympics because the weather looked hotter and rainier than than the Olympics. And honestly, it's got to be tough. It's got to be tough. I was nervous that if there was any hiccup during the Olympics that they were probably just going to cancel the Paralympics and that would just fucking suck. But look, the four gold medals that we had, James Turner in the T36 400 metres, he knocked out a Paralympic record in that 400 metres. Fantastic effort, James Turner. He backed it up with a silver in the 100 metres. Don't often see him in the 100, but he had a dig and it was fantastic. Matty De Rosario, gold and a Paralympic record in the T53 at 100 and the T54 marathon, another Paralympic record and another gold. And that one was just pure class. That marathon was just awe-inspiring. And like we, her coach, Louise Savage, I grew up watching Louise Savage and was just like, there's no one better. 
this is this is the epitome of a, an athlete. This is pure performance out there on the track and on the roads. And then Kurt Fernley came along, and it was Kurt, Kurt Fernley. This is this is it. This is what we. And then how it's Matty De Rosario. This is, which is fantastic. That the the baton has been passed along through the ages, and I think it's Matty De Rosario's turn to to hold that and. I'm looking forward to see who, who she passes it to next. Um, and the other gold went to Vanessa Lowe in the T63 long jump, world record, Paralympic record, and her first gold medal for Australia, which is fantastic to see. We finished with plenty of our silver medals. We finished with seven silver medals. Reed McCracken in the T34, 100 metres. James Turner, like I mentioned before, in the T36, 100 Jared Clifford grabbed himself Doss Silvers in the T13-5K in the T12 Marathon. Michael Burian, his first event for Australia, the former Czech Republic athlete in the F64 Javelin, which he grabbed himself a world record and Paralympic record. And Isis Holt, oh, she just performs, doesn't she? She is an unbelievable talent, taking double silver in the one and two. Basically the same podium. I think it was exactly the same podium as Rio. I had hope there was going to be a goal, but the, the Chinese athlete, Zhao, she just, she was foxing in the heats. It was like she was preparing for stall gift. She was just foxing in those heats, you know, what are we going to see? Oh, Isis, she's going to come home. And then Zhao just blasted out of the blocks. And unfortunately for Isis, look, she's got the world champs gold. The Those other gold, the Paralympic gold, it's just there. It's like ripe. But um, she's only 20 years old. So there is plenty of time. And we did get a big set of bronze, eight bronze medals. Evan O'Hanlon, he's got a massive collection of medals from the Olympics, taking bronze in the T38-100. Jared Clifford in the T13-1500. Dion Kenzie in the T38-1500. Nicholas Hum in the T20 long jump. That was an Oz record for him. Robin Lambert in the T3400. Matty Di Rosario in the T54-1500. Sarah Edmondson in the F64 discus, which was an Oz record, and Maria Strong in the F33 long, uh, shot put, sorry, which was an Oz record. We had two other Oz records, Alyssa Jordan in the T47-400 and Rana Clark in the T38-400 metres as well. Nicholas Hum, look, that was, I love that, the T20 long jump. That was fantastic. I think he jumped 717, which is a massive performance. That's actually my PB as well. So he nearly scalped me, which I'm, I'm kind of glad and scared because um, I'm definitely not long jumping anything near in the sevens unless it's like 147. Um, I remember back in 2016 after the awards night in 2016 for Rio and we're on a bus to the after party, which, you know, where else do you go after the nationals? You go to the after party. And it was the year that, Brooke Stratton had jumped the Australian record 7.05 and she was on the back of the bus. Everyone had a couple of bevies and Nick was sitting in front of me and it was a, it was a maybe half an hour drive. So we were all a bit rowdy and I was, I was like, just sat, turned around and I was like, Nick, Nick, um, you, did you just say that you could, you just said you could beat Brooke Stratton? Wow, Brooke. He said her 705 was trash. 
He had literally just jumped 705 as well at the Nationals in that exact meet. And I was just like, well, this is the perfect time. I'm just going to, we're just going to talk shit and start a scenario here. Nick, you said you can beat your 705 is way better than Brooks 705. Wow. Like, you, you want to say this now? Like, we can get a long jump at the after party. If you, her 705, did, yours is way better. Oh, Nick. All right. Well, and. He was just losing it on the bus, probably from the bevies that everyone was having at the same time as well. But look, if you haven't gotten to a Nationals after party, get yourself to one as fast as you can. Oh, look, I hope we can have a Nationals in 2022. And then if we have a Nationals, then the Nationals after party is obviously okay as well. There's nothing worse than I don't, I don't want to have a nationals after party but you have to stay one and a half meters away from everyone because what's the point you gotta get amongst it get in there deep there's a few um watching the paralympics i, I actually saw uh, an athlete that i raced oh this is so gross to say this 17 years ago <clears throat> sorry 17 years ago jason Smythe. he won the t13 100 meters and uh, I raced him in 2004 at the Commonwealth Youth Games in Bendigo um, in the 100. How's this? There's only been maybe five or six Com Youths. 2001, it was in Scotland somewhere, Edinburgh, I think it was. 2008 was in Pune in India. 2011 was in the Isle of Man. 2015, Apia, Samoa. 2017, Bahamas. 2004, Bendigo. How good. You know, get the green and gold on. Your 18-year-old kid is like, oh, got to represent Australia at the Commonwealth. Oh, where did you go? Oh, I flew to Melbourne and then I got on a bus 150 k's to Bendigo. Oh, what a journey. And he scalped me. So, yeah, Jason Smith scalped me. Fair enough, though. He won two golds in Beijing, two in London, one in Rio, one in Tokyo. He's run 10.22. So, look, look. I'm okay with the scalping. It's it's like literally his Wikipedia says that he hasn't lost. Two golds in 2006 World Champs, two in 2013, one in 2015 because he only did one race, two in 2017, one in 2019, European Champs. He's done it all. He just performs. Now, I want to give a shout-out to some friends of the show as well. Sebastian Kuzminski. And his athletes who were over there in the Paralympics for the first time. He's got a good young crew there. Alyssa Jordan finished 10th in the T47 100 metres and 7th in the final in the T47 400 metres. A fantastic debut there for Alyssa. And Ari Giacini, he was 7th in his heat in the T38 100 metres and 11th overall in the T38 long jump as well as his last athlete, Jaden Page. He was fifth in the heat of the 100 metres for the T47 athletes. He's probably the youngest athlete out there, 2004. So he's only 17 years old. He's getting close to that sub 10-second barrier, which I think is too far away. And also a big shout-out to Daniel Bounty and his coach up on the Sunshine Coast, Peter Bock. I'm going to get Peter Bock on the, on the podcast soon, I reckon finishing sixth in the T38 1500 metres. Now, if there was a T38 800 metres, look, Bounty's getting a medal in Kobe. 
Kobe 2022, if there was an 800 meters, he's going to do it. But Bounty, 4.12.95, he ran in that race, the same race that Dion Kenzie. So the Dion Kenzie got bronze. So look, he's got, he's got someone to drag him around in the domestic season. He actually ran a two, I think it was a 2.01 little time trial up in Cairns beforehand. But Dan, I think he's uh, he's got a big future. His whole goal was to finish better in his debut than Jared Clifford did, and he finished one place better. So, Bounty, hats off to you and to Peter Bock as well. I look forward to uh, seeing plenty more of these Paralympians throughout our domestic season and come Kobe. And any of those athletes in here that have events at the Birmingham 2022, I look forward to that as well. Kobe. That looks like a good one. Well, back-to-back Japan trips. Honestly, Japan is a, one of the best countries. If you ever get a chance, if we ever get a chance, if anyone ever gets a chance, you want to go to Kobe 2022. It's right down the road from Osaka. It's about 500 k's from Tokyo, but look, Osaka's pretty cool as well. Get there. looks unbelievable. And why wouldn't you want to watch us just snatch all these gold medals and silvers and bronzes and massive performances? What a chance. What an opportunity. Same time zone. Just pop up. In and out. Bang, bang, boom. So we're going to have a quick break, and then we'll be back with the Diamond League final preview. Yeah. Now we head our way over to the Diamond League final in Zurich, Switzerland. This is the one I'm looking forward to. I actually had a chance to go over there in 2018. Um, when I say I had the chance, I just went over. I was just like, fuck it, I'm going over. Um Big year in 2018, so honestly, it couldn't be more expensive. The Swiss, they know how to do money. Um, good example, uh, there was a pole vault in their Zurich main train station. Curtis was competing. I think he finished third. He jumped like 587, I think it was his PB. Um, it was fucking Unbelievable. Um, I snagged myself a media pass, so I was right in the thick of it. Um, funny enough, I sat next to a. Funnily enough, I sat next to a old fella, who I ended up sitting in a, on a train next to him to Brussels and then to Berlin and then to Continental Cup in Ostrava. So I basically, followed this dude around everywhere. Um, he was like, gave me his card, Trakarati, Mark. Fuck, I love him. He's a fucking legend. Um, Mark Cullen. Hopefully you can come out to uh, Bathurst World Cross Country Champs. I'm so off track already and I haven't even started. He actually worked for Blue Ribbon Sports uh, back in the day, which is ridiculous. (laughs) So he worked for Nike before it was Nike. He went to Oregon in 1975. He's a 75 duck. um, And he just goes around the world, froths, aths, writes articles, He's actually, if you go to my Twitter, which, you know, you're all massive, massive fans of my Twitter, my pinned tweet um, of LeBron James giving Robert Harding a Lakers jersey, he's the old dude that sneaks behind them because he wanted to come into the call room and do some interviews. And, you know, LeBron and Robert Harding, two big units were blocking the way and he sort of snuck behind them and he's probably in all these insane photos. Uh, Mark Cullen, big shout out, legend. Absolute legend. The people you meet. The people you meet on the on the road. But what the fuck was I talking about? Um, how expensive Switzerland is. So after that uh, pole vault in the city, 
It's like, man, I'm bloody hungry. Like, I've been watching Povot all day. I better just go get some food. So there's a Burger King in the train station, as there is in basically every big train station around the world. Um, I think it's part and parcel. You build a train station, big train station, build Hungry Jacks or a Burger King overseas. Uh, and I got myself a Whopper meal or something. I was like, cool, that's 15 CF, Swiss francs. I was like, sick, that's fine. $35. 35 Australian dollars for, I don't even think it was a large meal. I think it was a medium Whopper meal. 35 AUD for a medium Whopper meal. That just blew my mind. And I wouldn't even put it in my like top five Whopper meals that I've had. Look, to be honest, do I remember the top five Whopper Mills I've had? No, but it wasn't number one. So why would it be two, three, or four? It's, it's, look, it hurt. It hurt not just, you know, my soul, but also my bank balance, especially so early in the trip. But look, I digress. I tried to anyway. This is the first time that the Diamond League final's been in one venue. It's normally split across events. So they have split into two days. The first day does have the men's shot put, women's shot put, men's and women's 5,000 metres, the women's high jump, and both of the long jumps. And it is in the sexy Lautenplatz, the big square in right next to Lake Zurich. Sexy Lautenplatz. No idea if I'm saying that correctly, but this is something I'm looking forward to. I love city meets. I love it. I want to see more of it. We've got a portable runway up here in Brisbane. I just want to put it somewhere and have people jump off it. You know, build it and they will come. That's what I want to do. I want to build it so they can come. So the men's shot put, we do have an Oceania representative in there. Thomas Walsh, he's done fantastic work over the last few Diamond Leagues uh, taking out the prize money. Well, why don't we start with the prize money? This is going to be a long segment. I am sorry. This is going to be lengthy. The prize money for the Diamond League final, it is 30000 USD for the win, if anyone can take the win. 12000 for second, seven for third, four for fourth, two and a half for fifth, two for sixth, 1500 for seventh, 1000 for eighth, and then a thousandth for ninth to twelfth. So just say a thousandth from eighth to twelfth. Like, come on. That's much easier. And then there's some additional events. I don't think we have anyone in the additional events because we have someone in every event. But that's good cash. 30,000 USD. Cannot wait. We've had plenty of winners. Before we had some World Athletics finals, but Tom Walsh is actually back-to-back. 2018 and 2019, Tom Walsh won the Diamond League final. And we actually had Oceania champions. In 2018, because Brandon Stark won the Diamond League final back then as well. A tidy little prize packet, but the trophy, the trophy is so sick. Obviously, it's a big diamond with the track, but it's actual tartan in there, and it comes in a giant box, and it just looks, ah, mwah. But if we go through the first event here in the Diamond League, out at the Sexy Lautenplatz, the women's high jump. That's a massive feature for us. I think I just skipped the high, the men's pole, a men's shot put, but whatever. Eleanor Patterson, Nicola McDermott, 
the progressions 87 well 84 87 90 93 96 99 201 then plus two so 03 05 look i love that because 99 eleanor patterson's pb she can get that but then she can go to 01 a little bit tougher she probably would prefer to go to two but whatever and for nicola 03 one centimeter pb one centimeter oceania record australian record that's what you're after. You're after those times. And now, in the last three Diamond Leagues, we've had Nicola's won it, Mahukic has won it, Lutz at Skinny's won it. They're one, two, three. This is it. This is for $30,000. $30,000 US. What's the exchange rate going right now? Let's go. Currency converter. Bang. I don't have to put CUR in there. 30000 US. Boom. One, two, three. It's $40,737.62. That's the exchange rate right now. Speechless. It's a nice little, nice little uh, prize packet for the end of the championships. Now, Eleanor, she's in shape. She's ready to go. She's been knocking the the early heights out of the park, and I think if she can get a, a clean a clean sheet to ninety six, I think she's going to go ninety nine and equal that PB. And I would just be I'm crossing everything for a two oh one finish. But there's only six in it, so she's minimum. Banking two grand, same as Nicola, but obviously they're all got their sights set on that thirty thousand. Now the other Australian that's going to be on the first night won't be racing, but will be pacing. Matt Ramsden's got himself a gig in the five k. Now this is going. To, I, I I cannot wait for this. It's they say it's a five hundred and sixty meter track, but look, they haven't measured it yet. There's five hundred and sixty meters of track. Around the Schechtelautenplatz, but it hasn't have lines painted on it. The the meat promoters were interviewed last night, and he's like, "Oh, like I unofficially, I can say it's five hundred sixty meters, but they haven't even painted the lines on it yet. So they're going to paint the lines on it soon, and then tonight we're going to measure it, and then we'll know how far it is. So they don't even have a start and finish line on it yet. For those playing at home, the tracks are measured." Uh, 20 centimetres in from the line on uh, any other lane except for lane one. And then lane one, it's measured 30 centimetres in from the line if you have the rail on because the rail visually makes people run 10 centimetres further, apparently. I don't know why, but little education. Bing! 30 centimetres when the rail is, so lane one's measured 30 centimetres in. So if you run 10 centimetres in, you run less. And then every other lane's measured the distance is measured 20 centimetres in from the lane one, or from the inside line. Um, so Matt Ramson's taking his pace number two. Bethwell Bergen's taking pace one. They're going through the 1K in 239, the 2K in 518, and the 3K in 7.57. So that'll be Ramsden taking the round in 7.57. And that race, the men's 5,000 metres, it's probably lost a few people because of the fact that the 1,500 is next. But... When they did the back-to-backs, like they were back-to-backs in two different countries. I remember doing, doing, being there for the Zurich Diamond League. You saw the pole vault one day, the next day was the thing. And then you had to go to Brussels in Belgium. And then they were just on. Like I literally got there and then the bus left. I was like, well, I I guess I'd check in and go again. So I couldn't imagine how tough it's going to be for these guys. So it's not the greatest of fields unfortunately 
for these five k's, same as the women's. Um, the women's is probably a lot better because you know, Helen Beery is running, Nian Saab is running, Work who's running. I, I love it. Um, there's heaps of Americans just whinging, going, "Oh, this is not. I don't do this for a diamond league. Oh, you know." I, I froth it. I, I have no problems. These people just want to win it. If you're in a diamond league final, you don't care about qualifying. Are they going to go for a world record? No, because it's just about winning the 30K. So shut your traps, soak it up for how good this is. The long jumps, the men's long jumps, actually so weak. Not that keen on the men's long jump. The women's long jump is sick. Mahambo's there, Spanovic is there, Jasmine Sawyer, Sagnia. Uh, Beck Romanchuk and Mironchik Ivanova, they're all having a crack. The women's long jump's going to be sick. The problem is, because of coronavirus, they're only allowing 2,500 people there. So even then, like you've made a city event, but you can't go unless you like got a ticket. So that kind of sucks. But I'm looking forward to this. It's on tonight. By the time you're listening to this, you probably have already watched it or you've heard about it. So look, you know. I would love you to listen to this before you've seen it, but that's a bit hard to get by. Um, let's have a quick break, and we'll come back with the rest of the Domini, which is bloody every other event. You. Okay, we are bloody back for the wrap-up of the Dominique final at Weltklass in Zurich. We do have plenty more Australians left to go. We have Lyndon Hall. In the women's 1,500 metres. In the men's 1,500 metres, Stuart McSwain and Ollie Hoare. In the women's javelin, Kelsey Lee Barber. In the men's 100 metres, Rowan Browning. In the women's 800 metres, Katrina Bissett. Look, you wouldn't want to miss it. Yeah, sorry, that wasn't that great. Um, uh, Zurich know how to put on a meet. Uh, I... I reckon it was in 2018. Massive band, floating whales in the sky. I know it sounds unbelievable, but it was just, well, it was unbelievable. There's outside, there's not much warm-up. I think we're spoiled in Australia with how much warm-up facilities we get. But over there, it was just turf and there's a bit of underground track. But I was sinking a bevy on the outside concourse of can you imagine if you're at SOPAC, you've walked out of the seats, you're on that concourse, and just that fence, you're on the air, there's a little bar there, enough to put a beer down, and down below is the greatest athletes in the history of the world warming up. And just sit there and chill. Just have a beer, sitting back at Letzegrund Stadium, soaking it up as the athletes just roll around. It's, it's built for it. And there is so much cash on the line here in Zurich for this event. The, the, I wouldn't say the funny thing is, but the interesting thing is there's a lot of athletes that haven't made it all the way to the Diamond League final. You look at the men's 400, for example, there's no Stephen Gardner. Stephen Gardner? No. So now it's between Karani James and Michael Cherry. They're probably the two best athletes in there. You go to the women's steeplechase. Jen, if she didn't have the injury, she would have qualified for this final. So there's an opportunity there for her. But 
obviously she can't make it. Women's 100 meter hurdles. There's no Camacho Quinn, the Olympic champion. Unfortunately not, because season's done. You actually see a lot of the North Americans just not in this event. You go to the 1500 meters though, we do have Hassan and Kip Yagen out in front. Lyndon Hall is in there. She's basically been top of the pops this whole entire time. And I feel like it's going to go again. It's not going to be... I can't see them going out insanely fast. I just... it Because it's about the cash. It's about the kick down. So it's who can... Who can be at the front and then stay at the front, basically. And, you know, fingers crossed that's where Lyndon will find herself. I don't think they have the line system here. We'll have to wait and see. Um, Not tonight, obviously, if you're listening to it on the 8th of September. But again, prize money all the way down to 12th, 1000 bucks. It's not bad for the end of the year. A little bit of a little bit of extra cash in the pocket. The men's 1500 meters though. Stewie's coming off a win in Brussels. Ollie second place, 1-2. But back again, Jakob Ingebrigtsen and Timothy Chariot. Look, I would love a repeat of Paris. In terms of Stewie coming up in the in the top group, but another thing you need to think of, especially in this men's fifteen hundred, women's fifteen hundred meters too. But if you win the Diamond League, that is a free pass to the World Championships, and by having the free pass, you then get to have three other qualifiers. Now, in the men's fifteen hundred meters, that is an event where we need it. So, say Stewie wins, that's one of the greatest things. That Australians have. It's basically winning the world champs. It's the Olympics after the Olympics. All right? He wins this. Now we have three other spots at the world champs. Stu, forget about him until the championships. He's already there. Ollie Hall, he can go. Jai Edwards, he can go. Matt Ramsden, he can go. Ryan Gregson, he can try and go. I should have said that for all of them. But going off the people that qualified, we had four people qualify for the 1,500 metres. We could have four. We could have four. We thought two We thought two in the final at Tokyo was sick. Imagine four in Oregon. That would be so much sicker. Look, I, Mohamed Katir's in the race. To be honest, he looked cooked out there. Um, Ramsden's in this race again, so he's gone back-to-back pacing duties. He actually might make some more. He might make more cash than some of these athletes over this Diamond League, without actually competing in the Diamond League. Um, in the women's javelin, we do have Kelsey Lee Barber. Look, she could win it. She could win it. It's 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 in there. She's already got it. She's this is another event we talked about this last week on Athletics Tonight. She's already getting a free pass to the World Championship. You don't get two free passes. You don't get world championship. Well, country doesn't get two free passes. So you don't get a world championships and a Diamond League free pass. But she's already the world champion. So she could get this other free pass. But like, oh, you know what? I'm not going to use my reigning world champion free pass. I'm going to use my reigning Diamond League final world free pass. Is that okay? Can I use that one instead of that one? That would be nice to use. But this is a field that she can take down. 
Andrzejczyk, the Polish athlete who threw 71.40 at the start of the year, oof, um, was the only one in this field to beat her in Tokyo. So, look, there's an opportunity there for her to get up there. Um, we go to the other Australian, Rowan Browning, very late call-up. He only did one diamond league and got enough points to make his way into the final. Look, he's scalped a lot of these athletes already. He scalped Rogers. He scalped Simbeam. He's up against a Sri Lankan athlete who only did one diamond league this year, Yupun Ajakun Mudiasangalaji. Fred Curley, the only man in history to win a one, a two, and a four at a diamond league. DeGrasse, he's in there. Ronnie Baker, Bromel. I think he's going to... Fifth is a win for Browning. If he finishes fifth in this, that means Bromel, Baker, DeGrasse, and Curlier in front of him. Everyone else, he should he should beat, and he will beat. I'm putting it out there. Simbean, I know Simbean's run a 984 this year, but he scalped him in Brussels, and I think he just needed more of the races. I know he had his favorite lane one, his PB lane. When you get your PB lane, you feel pretty good. But look, this is a field where if he comes fifth, that's a win. And that's $2,500. That's fifth in a fucking Diamond League final. My God. Wouldn't, that would just be outstanding. I'd love nothing more. And we finish off with the last Australian in the field, Katrina Bissett. In the women's 800 metres, is actually a pretty good field. No Mo, but you do have Keely Hodgkinson, Gemma Riki's in there as well, who's been up the front of the field. Kate Grace, Natoya Gould, the Jamaican. Look, I think it's going to be pretty fast. You won't see Mo pulling the field around just because she's not in it, obviously. But I think it's still going to be pretty quick. You're going to need to go 157, 156, I think, to sort of be at the front of the field. There's still hope for Bowl, for Pete. I know he's dropping sessions out there. We just need someone to pull up a little bit lame. He was literally the next one in line. It's a good field, though. Again, Rotich, Tuka, Murphy, Career, Kim Yol, Isaiah Harris, Elliot Giles, Marco Arob. If you get a chance, again, I said this before, if anyone ever gets a chance to leave this country, go to Zurich, go to the Dominique final, possibly one of the greatest meets you'll ever see. Now, how much do you think we charge? Look, we're talking about tickets. Talking about tickets, what do you 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 pay if you pay? I look, I say this as people paying to go to events um, on the down low. When I was an athlete and I wasn't competing, I used to jump the fence at SOPAC every year uh, to the Diamond League final. Not Diamond League final. What am I talking about? The Sydney Track Classic. Just behind the goal, uh, behind the scoreboard at SOPAC, you could jump the fence and no one would see you. There's a little spot at the back. There's a little high jump mats. You know, you jump the fence, boom, in. The only time I ever got caught was I actually had a ticket and I'd walked out the normal way, got a pass out, went to Macca's, getting a bit of brekkie. And I was like, oh, shoot, my mate's about to run the 200. I've got to get back. And like I'm at the 200 already when I walked there back from Macca's. Tried to go around the side. And I was like, I'm not going to make it in time. He's in the blocks. So I jumped the fence with my, you know, sausage McMuffin and a hash brown. And that's the only time I've ever been stung by an official. It it hurt because I was legit. Now, 
Do I still have my currency converter? I definitely do. We're talking about, where's my Swiss francs? Bang. All right. The tickets to the Diamond League final. What do we pay? $15 Australian, right, to get into a comp. The cheapest ticket is for an adult. The cheapest ticket for an adult, even for the wheelchair space, is 65 Swiss francs. Now, that is 96 Australian dollars. The most expensive ticket to the Diamond League final, 195 Swiss francs. That is $288.27. And we have people whinge in Australia, $15, I'm not going to pay that. You've got it good. You've got it bloody good. $288 for the category zero. That's how good it is. It's not even category one. It's category zero. On the finish line, down the home straight. Category one, $165 isn't even on the finish line. It's past it. Those $65 tickets, they're up at the back near the on the D. Man, we're having a sook about 15 bucks. Look, I understand that everyone in Switzerland is like a banker and they all make $300,000 a year and that's nothing. But, and they're all paying $35 for a Whopper meal, Australian. But look, that's how it is. That's life. That's life for us. So to wrap that up, uh, $15 is pretty cheap to watch some athletics. Mm. Queensland Track Classic, 15 bucks, I think it was. Saw some good performances, $15. You're not stuck in your seat anyway. You can go wherever you want. Um, when I say go to Zurich to watch the Dom League, I got a media pass, so I didn't pay $288 for a ticket. Um, you can try that. Go for your life. Um, yeah, that's it, I reckon. I, uh, I can't wait for tonight. It's, it's probably going to be... One of the best opportunities for Australians to get uh, a fair bit of cash. Kicks off at 6, well, it's 16.40, 4.40 in the afternoon. The women's high jump is at 1.40 a.m. our time. 1.50 a.m., sorry, tomorrow morning. And then Friday morning, uh, 4.06 for Lyndon, 4.17 for Stewie and Ollie, 4.22 for Kelsey, 4.38 for Ron Browning and 5.03 for Katrina Bissett. So set your alarm for 4.01. Or if you want to snooze, maybe go like 3.55, then snooze and then wake up again. And be like, oh, fuck, Lyndon's on. And then you watch Lyndon. She gets 30K. Stewie and Ollie, dead heat, 30K. Kelsey wins 30K. Rowan wins 30K. Katrina wins 30K. And you've just come off the back of Nicola and Eleanor, both... Uh, tying like Tamberi and Barshim, and then, you know you know what? No, we're not going to do a, a jump off 30K each. I don't think it's 30K each. I think they just, they just match the f- first place 30K and second place 12, and then they get 42, and they go half that, bang. We're good. But look, we can dream. I'm a dreamer. I'm a dreamer. Um, yeah, short turnaround. You're probably not even going to listen to this before the Dom Leagues are finished anyway, but whatever. Um, I apologize to Lindsay Trude. Um, I've gone way over time again. 
Um, I know I'm trying to get this shorter so you can watch, listen to it in just one one drive to work. But um, look, it's it's gone on. There's no more Diamond Leagues after this, so I don't know what I'm going to do. What am I going to preview? Um, I'm going to have to do interviews. Um, who do you want me to interview? Like actual people, like legit people, or just anyone? Because I'll talk to anyone. Does it want it, Do you want it to be athletics? Do you want the people to be from athletics but then not talk about athletics? I'd be keen for that. I'd like to get someone on who does athletics. We know who they are. We know what they are on the track. But what are they off the track? What are they off the track? Mm, stay tuned. That's episode four of Athletics Tonight. <laughs>